0: Hey guys, John here back with another video for you. This one I want to talk about the one thing your Upwork profile overview must have. Now there's actually three things and there's an exact order to put them in, but this is definitely the most important one. And the thing about this is to sort of the big picture to keep in mind here is most clients on Upwork aren't looking at just your proposal or profile. I'm I'm sure if you've been over there for any amount of time, you've seen this. There's often 20, 30 or even more proposals on any good job on Upwork. You can see this one here has between 20 and 50 proposals on it and if you just go through these you'll see that there's tons and tons of proposals on every job that's out there so again they're not just looking at your profile they're sifting through dozens of different freelancers and it's kinda silly to think that they're doing some sort of uh, in-depth technical analysis on, on your profile. People just don't make decisions that way they they skim through things rapidly and, and try to get a feel and they look for things that jump out at them. And you can sort of, this is evidenced by when, up whenever Upwork does one of these things where they asked uh, clients how they hire freelancers, you can see they're all over the map. So this one, when you narrow your selection, have a conversation with them. Hire two or three freelancers. Experience is the best way. Skills test is the best way. Look at project history and feedback, etc. Now, the there there's never really too much of a consensus on one thing. It's sort of all over the map. So everybody does it a little bit different way, and they're all looking for shortcuts because they have so many things to to sift through. And so if they click through to your profile then the first thing that they're going to see and likely read or if they see you in a search they're going to get a little bit of a snippet of is your profile overview and Upwork even highlights this in a lot of the content that they put out that your overview is your really your first sort of short pitch is going to show up on that, that search page It's also going to be the first thing they see when they click through to your profile. Now, of course, we know that, that you have about three seconds to grab their attention. Otherwise, they're going to move on because they have so many profiles to, to get through. So you have to hit them hard in those first few seconds. But one of the things that I think a lot of people that teach marketing miss when they start looking at these platforms that are these, these, uh, they're, they're these marketplaces where people come there already understanding the context, they're already coming there to buy, is that it is a marketplace and that they are there to buy. So a lot of the typical marketing advice doesn't apply. So telling a story and all that sort of thing, they're they're kind of past that point. They're 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 really just down to the buying phase to make a decision. So what do you have to hit them with? Well, it's proof. And we can see that, that that's uh, important or one of the most important things that you're going to have to overcome when it comes to selling people on your services when you just look at how skeptical people are of advertisers and marketers. Right. So this is a PDF from insights uh, in marketing or insight marketing. And this shows you that you know 22 percent of women believe advertisers and marketers 30 percent of men which means that 70 percent of men and 78 percent of women do not believe marketers and advertisers and whether you like it or not when you're as a freelancer when people are there looking at your stuff they sort of view you as an advertiser or a marketer they view you as someone who's trying to market their services so you fall into this category so they don't believe you. So you got to hit them with proof and you got to hit them with proof right off the bat. Of course, as soon as I say that a lot of freelancers immediately think of their portfolio or they're not exactly sure how to put proof into their overview. And a lot of people default to just making claims and not actually, uh, providing proof. So, I want to give you a little bit of an example here. This is something that I might say on my my profile. So I might say, start off and say, "Hi, I'm John." You might know me from my work on Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Body website or the site I built for Inc. Magazine. Maybe my work on Michael Hyatt's Platform University or the membership sites I've built for Lewis Howes. Now, when you read that op- or hear that opening, you that may or may not hit you. You may or may not know who those people are, but I know my market and i know that these pe- people are essentially legends in my market and i know that because i've gotten feedback from clients who said the the reason they hired me essentially came down to they saw me work with you know xyz person whichever one of these it was and they said to themselves well if that person trusts you then i'm going to i'll trust you and that tim ferriss one especially with the 4 hour body because that was such a popular book and he's such a popular person that line tends to grab people by the eyeballs and it's the second sentence in this. So you got to hit them with something. And it's, it's not, you have to understand the difference between that and a claim, right? That, that is proof in the sense that I'm saying something that I did. And then I can back that up with, you know, emails or I could back it up with the, the, the portfolio. We'll talk about that in a second. But it's, it's not me saying I'm good at this. It's me saying something I did. It's talking about something that I've done. And so, uh, again, it goes beyond just making claim. It actually presents uh, proof. And again, it grabs them by the eyeballs, it makes them read, it establishes credibility, authority, and ultimately trust. So now once you've done that, they'll actually believe what you say in the rest of your profile. And most likely, especially if you're the what you've put in those first few sentences really is compelling, they're gonna rush to your profile to see what you built for these people. And once you've done that, you're 90% of the way to getting hired because you've made them stop and pay attention to you. That's the most crucial thing right off the bat. Because once they've done that, you've sort of cut through those other 30 proposals that they're just kind of skimming and going through quickly. You've actually made them stop and pay attention to you. And if you can do that, you're gonna start seeing that you'll you'll get more and more people that are hiring you because they're actually reading what you have to say. Now the big objection that I get here whenever I, I sort of bring this up is a lot of people say, "Well, I don't have those past clients, so I can't do this." Right? I didn't work with Tim Ferriss or this person or that person. And I would just sort of say, "I don't know," because you don't need huge names like this. You don't even need to have past clients per se. Right? It's not about past client history. Well, it's about proof and you just need proof that you know what you're doing. So saying something like 11 years at a web design shop, that can work depending on who you're competing against in uh, in, on a particular project. Even saying something like, I was the top of my class at college, that's better than nothing. And at the end of the day, you have what you have in terms of proof. So you, you have to just put whatever you have and it's better than just making claims. Okay, so it's not necessarily about having this, these, these, these past clients that just are, are amazing or whatever. It's about finding whatever elements of proof you can you can find in your story, in your life, in your experience, and putting those first because a lot of other freelancers aren't even doing it. So you're going to just stand out, even if you just have maybe some simpler things. The point is you ultimately need to talk about what you've done, anything of note, even if you don't think it's that big of a deal. And if you're literally have nothing or you want to build up what you can put here, then you need to get out and do things. And so that gives you a path forward of how you can actually do things to build up this part of your profile, to build that proof. So get out there and work on projects or open source projects or work with clients, work with them for free if you have to. That's one of the things about that Tim Ferriss project. I didn't get paid for it. And actually in the end, they ended up moving away from WordPress. And so the site that I built got replaced, but I still build a site for <laughs> Tim Ferris. I worked with his team. So put it in there. You just you just need to have those things that you can put in there. Anyway, like I said, this is one of the three things that you need to include in your profile overview. And once you have their attention and you've established that credibility, Now you need to lead them by the hand to hiring you. And that's what the next two parts do. And it's very critical that they're in a specific order. So I teach you those in lesson four of uh, module two in my freelancing on Upwork course. And you can get access to that course for nothing over on Skillshare. Just go to upwork101.com. You'll see all the details about the course. You'll see reviews from other students and you'll see how to get access to it for nothing. Again, the link for that is upwork101.com. All right, that'll do it. Talk to you later.